Alright, it's that time. It's time for Beyond Sight and Sound. Let's do this. like to optimize your success out in the field metal detecting and gold prospecting one word coil tech they've been manufacturing high performance aftermarket coils for years now for popular models such as the e-track the sovereign the explorer series the gpx series and our favorite the 10x5 for the CTX 3030. Great target separation in trashy areas, still maintaining excellent depth for the coil size. Coil Tech is optimizing discovery, your potential for success in the field. You can check them out at coiltechmanufacturing.com.au. Caution. Please do not operate motor vehicles or power equipment while under the influence of this show. Listening to this show could cause side effects such as bouts of laughter, violent binges of cabin fever, and even dreams of silver and gold. Please be advised. Now that the fine print is out of the way, on with the show. And the fine print is out of the way. We're back. We're live. Once again, you are listening to Beyond Sight and Sound, Metal Detecting and Treasure Hunting Radio for all the really cool digging people out there. The really cool digging people in the chat, actually. <clears throat> and I see that uh, looks like we've got Ohio Relic Hunter in, we've got Bill, we've got Mike in, we've got Mark in. Uh, man, they're just they're dropping in there. Right in line. How's it going, Leighton? Pretty well, pretty well tonight, buddy. How are you? Getting some of that springtime over there or what? Uh, I'm getting some of that springtime itch, you know, just chomping at the bit, waiting to get out and dig. (laughs) I bet you are. I bet you are. You know, we've been lucky enough to uh, 
to get out there and do a little bit of water hunting there. So, um, you know, we've been pretty lucky. Been, been lucky. I hope it continues. And, uh, I think we're over the, over the hump and we're heading towards the right direction. I'm liking yeah. it. Yeah, I think so too. Hopefully Mother Nature doesn't change her mind again this time around because we've had those nice days. And they went right back to the snow and blow and cold and winter mix and thunderstorm. Like I said the other week, we had uh, snow and thunderstorms and and then frozen mix and tornadoes and. Yeah, I heard a little bit of that. Um, you know what? I think I'll take my chances on the on the New England coast and. Uh, you know, every now and then we get a nor'easter, but uh, I don't know if I could handle all those tornadoes that you guys, uh, you know, have to survive through. It's crazy stuff, man. Right. We've went from uh, the the snow and blow and tornadoes and flash flood watches to now apparently we've got shootings and uh, nicer oh. weather coming. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, one day at a time and uh, we'll go from there, right? Right. Although, speaking of nicer weather, it was over 50 today, and I know Ohio Relic Hunter was out doing some recon. He found himself a little homesite. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe we can hear from him. Yeah, I'm jealous. Well, I don't I haven't know. Been, haven't been out in two days. And speaking of weather, just one more hit on that. I know down south it was around the 80s today. So, Oh, yeah. Giddy up. <clears throat> Well, Which reminds like, me, yeah, it was like that out west too. So that means hopefully it's coming this way. And if it's coming this way, you know it's headed your direction. Oh man, I can't wait! I cannot wait to get that boat wet. You know how I am with that thing. It's getting closer, buddy. I'm getting itchy. Right? Yeah. I, I did. Uh, I did have a few messages back and forth earlier today with both Mark and Carolyn, and Carolyn says she's going to keep trying to ship some of that Florida sunshine up this direction. So hopefully, it warms up for both of us soon. I know. I know. I just can't wait. Well, I, I, I'm the type of guy, as you know, I want things done yesterday, and I can't get them tomorrow. So, uh, right. <laughs> Giddy up, buddy. I know. I hope that they have some great weather for that uh, coin shoot down there in Florida. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they will. Hopefully they will. I know. I know. Well, I hear there's uh, a few personalities already down that way getting ready. Oh, yeah. Man, that... That's going to be a good time. Hell, I I wish I could have made it down there, if not for anything else, just to uh, meet up with Steve and Mark and everybody again and uh, hear what Steve's got to say. I think he's supposed to be the guest speaker. I know. He did tell me the other day when I spoke with him uh, on the phone that, yeah, he uh, he's, he, he can't wait to get down there. So um, <laughs> I know he's there, so we'll go from there. Hey, I'll tell you, I'll bet. Because it's got to be, you know, a little better weather than what he's dealing with in Canada right now, I would think. Oh, I bet it is. I know. I or know. or I'm sure at the very I, least the beaches look nicer. Oh, I guarantee you that. That's for sure. They may be sanded in, but yeah, definitely nicer. Right. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, I I did. I, I heard that Steve's already down there, I believe, by this yeah. point. Uh, Gravedigger Tools is, is already down there somewhere in the state. He's looking forward to that. Eric is. 
And it sounds like, uh, you know, Mark and Carolyn and the rest of the CFMDC are definitely looking forward to everyone being in attendance. I really, really wanted to go this year, as you know, but, uh, you know, things are kind of, you know, still on the back burner there for me. For those that don't know, my dad's still in the hospital, so I've been kind of, uh, you know, laying low here and uh, one day at a time, and hopefully things are now starting to uh, go in the better direction. And uh, fingers crossed and a little bit of prayers here and there. And, uh, well, we'll uh, we'll see what we can do next time around. We'll go from there. Yeah, I, uh, Jim Fielding has actually extended an invitation to me a few times. And I just, I I can't seem to make it down there. And it's a real shame, too. Got a lot of friends down there, even some relatives down there. But I have not set one foot into the state of Florida. Really? Ever or? <clears throat> Ever. Really? Oh, my God. You got to giddy up. <laughs> I know. Shame on me, right? I'm I'm a poor excuse for a treasure hunter. <laughs> <laughs> or a traveler, one or the other. <clears throat> right. Jeez. It's not all that much. I mean, I you know, know, I don't know. Listen, I mean, unless... It, all right, so what's the real bottom line? Is it because of your relatives that are down there you don't want to go, or what's the real deal? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'd be more than happy to uh, say hello to them and stuff if okay. I happen to uh, run across them or anything like that. And the the pictures and, and the finds that we see posted by everybody I, down there, oh, man, I, I'd love to get down there. Maybe next I'd year. I hope so. I, you know what I'd really love to see as much as it, you know, it's devastating to the state of Florida. I mean, obviously they need some sand movement like we needed. Uh, you know, up here, uh, we call them nor'easters down there and hurricanes. I mean, they get the hurricanes down there. So, I mean, my goodness, uh, if that ever happens, I know I've got a shoe in down there. My ass will be on the beach swinging side by side all them guys down there i'm just you know, right you know yeah, i want a piece of stuff well yeah that's that's when you pack up the ctx and the excalibur and head south i'm on it buddy i'm on that plane right we're not in kansas anymore Definitely. And maybe we'll, uh, you know, at some point in the show, we'll hear more about uh, the Sunshine Shootout because that is happening Saturday. But I guess before, uh, you know, at whatever point in the show, we may hear more about that. You can tell us about the uh, Silver City Treasure Seeker show. Well, I would love to. Yeah. So uh, as everyone knows, I'm sure they've heard a few times already over the past few months, uh, the New England Treasure Show, that is what we are officially calling it, and it's put on by the Silver City Treasure Seekers. Uh, this year it is going to be held, uh, yeah, right, sure, somewhere around the uh, September 14th, I think it is. And um, I'm sorry, 15th. And it's at the Holiday Inn this year. That was the difference. Okay. So September on a Saturday, 15th. Holiday Inn, it's located uh, in Taunton, Mass., 700 Miles Standish Boulevard. Um, and again, the more we talk about it, the more I hear about it, the more stuff that's coming in. Uh, there's going to be uh, Native American things there, um, colonial artifacts, silver, gold jewelry, water hunters, uh, antique bottles, coins, 
uh, pine tree shillings, pretty much you name it, it's going to be there, buddy. So, uh, you know, and, and everybody's got their own little niche. You know, you've got guys that uh, do cellar holes exclusively. That's all they do. So if you've got a question, that's the time to go there and check these guys out because, you know, um, I know there'll probably be some uh, GW uh, buttons there, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, if you've never seen one or have had a chance to at least uh, inspect one or look at one or possibly even hold one, I don't know what their criteria is going to be at that particular table. But uh, if you've never seen one or witnessed one, uh, you may want to just show up even for something like that because it's pretty cool. Or even course, show up just to see that pine tree shilling. Oh, my goodness. That's the best one I've ever seen. Ever, ever, ever seen. And I've been doing this a long time. I mean, I've seen some really nice specimens, you know, uh, but this one is the best one I've ever, ever seen. So uh, I'm sure it'll be there. And um, and it was just blogged about just recently when it was found uh, less than uh, about a month ago. So it's a new find, uh, but a very old, uh, I guess you could actually call it a relic, too. It's coinage, but it's relic. It's uh, it's the start of the U.S., you know? doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, that's kind of the whole ball of wax there. It's coinage, it's relic, it's colonial. Right. It's you know, And, and something like that is a bucket lister for everybody. It's the, it's the holy grail. It really is to get one of those. Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to have one. I'd, hell, I'd love to have a half of one. Right, and believe it or not, they did cut those pieces up, you know? I mean, That's there's, right, not a, did. Yeah, there's not a lot of those that were uh, have been found in pieces, but I have heard of them. I've never personally seen a piece of one. I've seen a bent one. Uh, I've had that one in my, my possession there for a short period of time, and it's definitely uh, definitely a pine tree. So uh, I, very interesting. I got to ask. How how did the bent one look compared to yours? Uh, a whole lot better. <laughs> a whole lot better. Yeah, and you know the reason why they bent them. I don't know if you know this or not, but they, you know, back in the 1600s uh, in our area in New England, they bent coinage to ward off uh, any kind of spells that a witch may have put on you. Really. Really. So, a uh, little bit of uh, trivia info for you. Yeah, they used to they used to take silver coinage, bend it, and say, I guess, some type of spell or uh, or anything like that. You know, that's that's what it's all about. It's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. I'm all set for Jeopardy's voodoo category. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, Alex. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So yeah, hey, I'm, we're looking forward to anybody that hasn't been there before. We definitely want to see you guys. But most importantly, come see us. Uh, we'd love to talk with you. There's going to be water hunters there. Um, and like I said, everybody has their own little thing kind of going on. So as you come in, I'm not sure how it will be set up this year as opposed to it was when you were here a couple of years ago, Josh. But, uh, you know, we try to keep all the water hunters on one row. That way, you know, you can stay in that type of category as you go down. Then maybe the next row might be all seller hunters. And then you might get all your bottle hunters. So it's they're trying to keep it in somewhat of a category so that way you're not jumping all over the place. But I'll right. guarantee you, when you come there, you will be spending the whole entire day. There won't be no, you know, like, it, it's just overwhelming how much stuff is in the ground, still being found even till as of, you know, probably a day or two before the 
the actual show. So again, Soda City Treasure Seekers, uh, New England Treasure Show. It's on the 15th. It's a Saturday. It's from 10 a.m. till 4 p.m. Uh, you know, if there's still some people there, we will probably hang around a little longer. Uh, but we try to wrap it up around four because, you know, these displays, as 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 well as mine, you know, it, it takes quite some time to break down and put on. So, you know, by the time we all get out of here, it's like four or five, by, by five, six o'clock. So it takes some time to load everything up. So uh, with all due respect, we, we you know, four o'clock, we try to shut it down. Uh, but, you know, if there's somebody there still talking, as you know, I'm a good talker with him, and I'll uh, I'll stay there as long as I have to. Yeah, I know there were there were a number of us still standing around talking as uh, people were packing up. Yeah, in fact, I was still throwing hats out after the show. So I mean, you know, it's it's it is what it is. So uh, you know what? If they're willing to come, I'm willing to stay as long as they want to. So, uh, but bring your questions, bring your family, bring your bring wives, your camera. Bring your camera, absolutely, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a great time. There'll be Mind Lab people there, as myself. Uh, I know the XP Deus is going to be one of those given away. Um, we're really looking forward to it. Can't wait. I wish you could come this year. Yeah, and, and, well, hey, you never know. All right. Never all right. know. It's, not, it's never too late. You know that, right? Right. Right okay. now, I'm I'm working on, you know how they say one day at a time? It's kind of like one step yeah. at a time for me right now. The winter time has uh, slowed me down, I guess we'll say. <laughs> Hopefully, the nicer weather gets me back up and mobile. Right. Uh, well, you know what? It's like lubrication. Uh, you know, that, that, that warm weather gets your uh, legs moving and hopefully... Uh, Hopefully, get your your mindset in the right direction, and you want to get out there even more faster. So, uh, just one other thing I wanted to say about you know uh, we're going to have some raffles, the foods there, uh, door prizes, fifty fifties. So it's it's going to be quite the quite the day. So you might want to get there early, because if you get there halfway through the day, you may find yourself not being able to actually see everything that you actually came to see. So um, you definitely uh, you definitely want to come and see this one. That's for sure. Yeah, you don't want to be the one at the end of the day going, oh, but I wanted to see that table, and now they're gone. And I was that guy, believe it or not, the last time we were there. I mean, I didn't even get a chance to even take – I don't think I ate a whole hamburger that day. I think I took a couple bites, and that was about it. Yeah, you pretty much hit the ground running and, and kept that pace the entire day. Yeah, well, you know, like I said, you know, you start talking with one family, and the next thing you know, there's one that's kind of pushing towards you a little bit, and, of course, they want to see everything, too. So uh, you try to spread it out. I'll have four tables this year. So uh, we'll have quite the display. Oh, I'm sure. No doubt. (laughs) And as far as the uh, New England shillings, I know that uh, there is uh, one particular gentleman who has, uh, at last count, he had five. And he actually has a better collection, as far as I'm concerned, than uh, what they have down in uh, uh, Washington, D.C. down there. So uh, you, you do want, if, if that's your um, reasoning for coming in, uh, that's something you're going to want to look at. That's, that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. He, he's got a collection, yeah. Man, I'd I'd be proud just to have one. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I've never found one. I I definitely would love to have one. It's 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 one of those things, but it's it's not 
it's not something that I need to find, but it is something I'd like to find. It's not it's not really a bucket lister for me personally. They're cool. Uh, and I, and I think in the last couple of months, there was like two or three of them found. So, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're very, you know, they're, they're, they're very rare, but they're very common too. in the same, same aspect there. I mean, here in new England, you never know where somebody's going to pull one, you know, they, but they mostly are in or around cellars, old cellar holes, uh, old farmlands are, I have to say, 95% of the ones that I've ever been heard of that have been found in our area have come out of farm fields. So uh, I guess they had them in their pockets and, uh, you know, out there bending over, planting, and that's where they're from. It's crazy. Well, see, that that solves it. Now that the beaches are starting to sand in a little bit, you got to get out to them fields. Yeah, you know, and I'm one of those versatile guys. I mean, I'll do whatever I need to do to make a hunt at the end of the day. Uh, I don't mind hunting uh, farm fields. They're fun. Uh, I've done that in the past, and you know what? Uh, like I said, I, I do what I need to do to um, feed my ambition and uh, keep my collection growing. So if I need to get in the woods, I'll do it. If I need to get in the fields, I'll do it. And uh, obviously, I love the beach. I, I, that's there's, that's a no-brainer. Right. I love if, if you want to be uh, successful, you got to be versatile. That's right. We've had some shows, and uh, we've talked about that before. And you know what? If if that's what it takes to uh, make a little display, then that's what I do. So, and and that goes for freshwater also. You know, I'll I'll even jump in the freshwater. So, uh, whatever I need to do. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. And just one last note on that uh, uh, New England Treasure Show on the fifteenth of September. Uh, children twelve and under are free with an adult. Okay. So uh, just don't uh, come by and drop the kids off. That's not good. <laughs> just right. in case, you know, I mean, that does happen on occasion. So uh, we don't want that happening. They right. have to be, uh, because it is a public place, they have to be attended by an adult. And even if they're not necessarily interested in the fines, come and get some of those raffle tickets. Because I know two years ago, you guys gave away some great machines. If I'm not mistaken, uh, we are going to duplicate everything that was there two years ago uh, with the top prize being worth uh, quite a bit of money. I want to say around fifteen, sixteen hundred bucks. So, yeah, it's up there. Wow. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. And, uh, and we're able- talking, you know, this isn't just one machine because I, I oh. can't remember the exact count, but it was probably somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, 10 or 12 machines that were given away at the last one. Yeah, I can't recall either. I don't know if it was quite that much, but there was quite a few with, you know, MindLab, you know, pitching in with their few. And, uh, yeah, there may have been around that many at the end of the day. Yeah, possibly. I know there were a few MindLabs. There was uh, a Garrett or two, Whites, Deus. That's right. Uh, Yep, correct. And I think there was even a Fisher or two. There was a fisher. I think, yeah, I think there was a couple of fishers in there. Yeah, yeah. So it's it, there's quite the variety, obviously. Um, and hey, if you win one, it's it's. I want to say I think the tickets are uh, three for twenty five bucks. That's not bad. No, that doesn't sound bad at all. Yeah, <clears throat> and and you don't have to. It's not limited. You put your ticket into a bowl and you have a chance at every one of those particular oh so it's not just like 
you bought the right. ticket for a specific machine. If if your name's not drawn for that machine, then you could win another that's one, maybe. That's correct. So yeah, there you that go. is awesome. Yeah, that's what, that's what, I mean. Your chances are fantastic. I mean, obviously, depending on you know, your chances are if there's a hundred people, one in a hundred, right? Whatever, whatever they buy. Well, yeah, it, depend- I guess how many tickets, on how many tickets everybody buys. Correct. Right. Yeah. So you know. Uh, I mean, it's it's a hell of a day anyway. I mean, even if you don't win anything, it's still a fun day just to look at everybody's treasures. I think it's great. Right. And you figure, I'm sure that, uh, you know, if it's like three for $25 or something, yeah. you know, there there's probably people that they have no qualms about dropping, you know, 50 or even $100 or who knows, maybe even more. And that's right. still a, a, a steal, if you it can, is. you know, drop a hundred dollars on tickets and walk away with, say, uh, a seven hundred dollar machine, or or maybe even a fifteen hundred dollar machine. That's right. You never know. Your chances are just as good as uh, you know for the first place place prize as it is for the seventh place prize. So you never know. Yeah, it's all uh, luck of the draw, I guess you could say. And I guess uh, I guess there's a few guys in there, uh, and I guess ladies. Um, in the chat room, I wasn't quite catching the whole thing. It looks like uh, they're congratulating Becky for something, so I don't know what she found today, but I do know, if I'm not mistaken, she got a new machine. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Hey, we it's always have... nice to get a new machine. Maybe she can call in and tell us. Well, that's where I was going with that. Exactly. Maybe we can get her to call in and let us know what she's got and what she is finding. Because I see a lot of people are congratulating her. So that would be good. Give us a call. Let us know where you're at. So obviously she's found something very nice, I'm sure. Sounds like it. It sounds like it. We'll see. We'll and see I know she's uh, she's got access to the number because finally <laughs> HomeFinder is back in the chat. Yeah, he's banging it in there. I saw him. He, he did a couple times already. So he's yeah. got our, he's got our butts covered. We appreciate that, buddy. Yep, definitely. And I see it looks like somebody said that, uh, what, Becky's out digging. She's got Indian head pennies. Uh-oh. Oh, well, hopefully Barb's not in the chat then. <laughs> I know. Huh? Well, that's all right. Either way, well, maybe she can get in there and uh, uh, on her way home before. Well, I don't know. I guess there's a time difference between there and here, too. So uh, right. maybe she's, she's still, unless she's got a headlamp, she's going to be getting close to dark there pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. It's It's headed her direction. It's already there for us. Right, exactly. So it, so, it yeah. is heading her direction. Yeah. Have you fired up your machine lately? I meant to ask you that. Uh, well, I I did have one of them on there about a month ago. Okay. Uh, I don't know I, I, why I ask is I'll tell you. I, you know, I haven't been using the uh, the Excalibur lately. You know, I, it's been kind of sitting over there. It's it's feeling neglected. It's got a big frown upon its face over there so right i tell you i i went over there and i went to turn it on and it scared me it didn't turn on oh my god oh then you remembered the battery wasn't hooked up 
Well, no, it was actually hooked up. I had forgot, I didn't forget that, but I guess maybe one of the, the power knob was uh, a little sticky. If you if you get a chance, folks, and you got some machine that's sitting there, turn it on every now and then. Especially a water machine, you know. Uh, as as everyone knows, I have a ritual when I come back. I always wash everything down, but you know those knobs do get sticky or they get a little corroded. So you know. Uh, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. So uh, turn them off and on every now and then. Make sure they're working okay. I did get mine going. So Right. Yeah. I did top the charge off on the Excalibur and fire it up here recently. Uh, I know Mark's been out with the Equinox lately, but maybe he's done some uh, maintenance charge on his Excalibur as well. How's it going, Mark? Hey, Josh. It's going well. How are you doing? How are you doing, Layton? Very good, thanks. Good to hear you. Well, thank you. Hey, um, I was just calling in. Uh, you know, I am. When I heard you talking about that uh, Silver City Treasure Seeker show, I heard you talk about it in the last couple of years, and uh, I think it's about time to come up there and visit that show this year. What do you think? Oh my goodness, we'd love to have you there. <laughs> Absolutely. You come up here, you can get right in back of my uh, in back of my uh, uh, four tables, and you can hang with me. How's that? I would love to do that. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I really wanted to get up there and 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 meet you, Layton, and and spend some time with you. And mm-hmm. I'd really like to get up there and hunt with, uh, you know, uh, Brandon and you know, the, yeah. the whole New Hampshire colonial thing. So I think right. that would be a great time to come up, right? That that would be awesome. We'd love to have you up here. You know that anytime, buddy. Well, I thank you for that, and you know, likewise, I was shocked when i heard that uh josh had never been down to florida never even stepped foot in florida so. <laughs> right Isn't there a- we're gonna have to figure out a way to get him down here right mark was probably listening to the show going what blasphemy wth <laughs> well you know here's the thing you know, in, in Florida, Orlando specifically, you know, and I grew up here and I was here when Disney opened and, you know, they're in uh, a couple of years, they're going to have the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. And it's hard not to talk to anybody in America that hasn't at least visited Disney World once. Right. right? So, you know, when you say you've never been to Florida, I know you've never been to Disney World. That would be a very safe assumption, yes. Correct. <laughs> but, uh, you know, almost everybody has probably been there, can, uh, or uh, most everybody can say they've been there at least once. So uh, Yeah, anyway. I, I hear it's very nice from everybody that tells me about it. <laughs> well, I mean, you, it, it, you know, it costs you a fortune now to go to Disney World. I mean, you're going to have to save oh, up a couple of years to be able to go there. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, but uh, Bill's been trying trying to get me to Bill Marsh has been trying to get me to go uh, metal detect in uh, I forget what it was called Discovery Cove or no not Discovery Cove it was uh, the water park they had uh, Discovery Island I think something like that you know and it's closed down now and I don't know what they're doing <laughs> with it but uh, he wants me to go out there and try to metal detect and it's like yeah like I'm gonna go out there and metal detect on that property. Y'all can come visit me in the Orange County Jail. <laughs> yeah, we we don't need none of that going on. No. <laughs> yeah, Discovery so, Island, Bill just posted it. But, uh, yeah, so, but no, I mean, obviously, uh, 
it's a great place to go visit. And, you know, you got Universal, you got SeaWorld, you got Disney World. But people generally make that trek to the Mecca, you know, to the entertainment Mecca at some point in their lives. So, uh, again, I was surprised when you said you've never been to Florida. I'm just more interested in catching up with everybody and seeing the beaches. <laughs> well, that too. I mean, obviously, you know, you want to come down here and, you know, see the beach and hunt on the beach and see what you could find there as well, especially like Leighton said, you know, right after a hurricane, you know, if that happens again, you know, we've had two, two years in a row now, or, you know, one each year and, some of our guys are finding a lot of good stuff down there. I think it's kind of tailing off now because they've been replenishing the sand. We talked about that last time and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they've found quite a bit of silver for a little bit, but it's kind of, uh, slowing down a little bit, but there's still quite a bit out there that people are finding. Uh, one of our guys, uh, Ken Arrington just found a really nice, large gold chain. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> So uh, people are still finding stuff all the time. We like right. gold. Yeah, exactly. I saw yeah. Layton kind of jump up there and swing from the ceiling fan for a minute there. Gold chains. <laughs> Ooh. We like gold. So um, I got out on the beach for a little more than an hour and a half. I was trying to spend a little time out there with an equinox, as you probably saw in my picture, and uh, got my – requisite pull tab um you know it rang up just like a gold ring so i had to post a picture of that but anyway that thing you know i don't know what to say i mean it is just incredibly quiet in the salt water i mean it's just smooth as silk and it will not ring unless there's a real target there so uh Nice. There's no issue at all using that thing in the you know in the at the beach and uh in in the salt water itself, and you know, actually out in the water, no problem at all. It works like it works like a charm. But would you trade it for your AT Max? Well, so let me say this: um, <laughs> I will always keep my AT Pro. I mean, it was the first machine I really used. Uh, I'll never get rid of it. It's incredibly easy to use. The Max upgrades that a little bit, you know, with the wireless and the faster processor and the backlight and all that. And it's still, for me, the easiest machine to use. And when I go to a uh, seated hunt like we're going to have Saturday, I will be using the AT Max with a nice. with a five by eight coil. Nice. So it, um, basically, it, then the uh, Equinox is a a good machine, but uh, each machine has its practical use in certain applications. Yeah, and the, the AT Max for me is still at this point still the easiest machine to use and learn. And I'm just not as comfortable yet with the Equinox as somebody like Sam Waters who uses it every day and is out hunting every day now. What I'll tell you about the Knox is um, they, they've set that machine up so you can turn it on and go. You know, you can turn it on, put it in park mode, you can put it in beach mode, gold mode, whatever you're, you know, whatever you're hunting for, and just go. Right. And then it works fine. But what's nice about it versus the Garrett uh, products, or the AT Max in particular, is the Equinox has a lot of advanced settings. So even if you're in multi-IQ or you're using it in a particular mode, like field mode or park mode, 
you can go into advanced settings and then change your iron bias, your sensitivity, whatever it is you want to change and try right. to become a little more sophisticated with those. I'm not at all there yet in terms of being able to figure out all these advanced settings. I've learned a few things from people, listening to people like Heath Jones and some others, but um, it's going to take me a little bit longer to learn the Equinox and the, and the AT Max product, but I, I have no doubt, still again in my mind, the Equinox is the game changer out in the market today. Yeah, I still think they've hit a home run with it, and it sounds like uh, you know it's it's definitely a machine that people can grow into and tweak and customize it to their particular style of hunting. That's right, that's right, and you know, and it's light and it's fast. I mean, again, I have yet to see a machine with a faster process than the Equinox yet. Right. Uh, you know, and they're all including it now. You know, the AT Max has a faster processor, and of course. You know, you got to give XP credit with the Deus. They're the first one to come out with that really fast processor. And uh, now everybody's getting on board, and, you know, uh, Garrett did it, and, and MindLab did it, and now White's has done it as well. So they're all taking advantage of the faster processors. But I have yet to see one that's as fast as the Equinox. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. They've uh, they've got to stay on that cutting edge of technology to keep ahead in it. And... Unfortunately, the manufacturers that don't, uh, we will see them start to fall behind. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, and so I'm sure that they'll all be taking advantage of those of those those processors and the newer technology and stuff. So, anyway, as far as the Equinox, I'm uh, I'm very pleased with it. Um, I'm delighted to have one and to be able to use it. I'm just not yet as comfortable as I am with the AT Max yet. And like I said, I'll be using the AT Max. Got two hunts coming up, uh, both seated hunts. One is our hunt, and I'll tell you about that one in a second. But uh, right after that, we're all, uh, say we all, a bunch of us from Central Florida, uh, the following Saturday are going to go to uh, South Carolina, uh, the Carolinas hunt up there with Randy Catchell. Um, and, uh, that's on the 21st and then we'll all come back. And then the following Saturday is the, uh, treasure hunters cookout down in Sebastian. Yeah, there you go. uh, So it's three weeks in a row of just, you know, full on hunting and, you know, two seated hunts. And then we'll try to find some other places to, uh, do some non-seated hunting. I know some of the folks out in the South Carolina hunt are going to go down to Tidy Island in Georgia and hunt there after the South Carolina hunt. So a lot of stuff going on this month. It's a great pl- It's a great time to be out. And, uh, weather's great. And, you know, uh, of course, it's a great time to be in Orlando right now. As you guys know, three days from now, we're going to have our uh, – Central Florida, metal-detecting, sunshine, shootout, silver, and relic hunt. Can you say all that three times fast? That's a mouthful. I'll just uh, take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, we're, you know, we're, we're obviously delighted. I, I got to say, you know, we, for the last five years, uh, Mind Lab and Kellyco have done a great job of stepping up and being our main sponsors, uh, and they will again this year. And we're very thankful for for all that they've done for us, and it's been a good relationship. 
We, we have, however, this year, a number of other sponsors. It's just been astounding at the people that have stepped up to the plate and have decided to sponsor our event, and we're, we're thrilled for that. And uh, as you mentioned, you know, Steve is in, is in Florida now. Steve is down in uh, his place in Melbourne. Nice. And he'll be coming up on Friday. And Steve's a Zulik for everybody that's listening, uh, water hunter from uh, Canada, uh, dive detectorist and treasure hunter. Uh, Steve will be speaking at our club meeting uh, Friday night. Uh, he's our guest speaker. And, of course, we'll be um, also kind of controlled chaos, getting everything ready for the hunt the next day. And uh, so Steve will be joining us all day Saturday as well, as well as, as you guys are, are aware of, you know, Captain Carl Fisber will be coming over and joining us on Saturday as well. So, you know, we're delighted to have him as well with Steve. And I, I'm not sure the actual number right now. I want to say there's probably going to be close to 150, 160, without knowing how many people are going to walk in and sign up today, you know, so... Um, got a great number of people uh, signed up already. And, uh, you know, so things are looking really good. Uh, and just kind of an anecdotal side note, in past years, you know, we, we've put, you know, tens of thousands of dollars of coins and relics in the ground. But we also have, you know, things that people can win, you know, like a CTX 3030 or a Mind Lab Excalibur or, you know, uh, a Civil War um, belt buckle, uh, maybe a U.S. plate or something like that. So typically we would put out 30 tokens on average uh, for people to win something, like a really nice prize in addition to what they can pull out of the ground. This year we're going to have over 60 tokens. Oh, wow. So you've doubled... uh easily the token count yeah and that's because of all these uh all the, the sponsors who have just absolutely you know stepped up to the plate and uh you know donated things to put into everybody's i mean i'm gonna tell you something if i'm just signing up for the i'm i'm gonna be what's gonna go into their goodie bags are gonna be like wow look at all this stuff i'm getting just in the goodie bag that i get you know for signing up so Going to get a lot of stuff there as soon as they walk up and, you know, complete their uh, registration and get their armband. They'll get a really nice goodie bag filled with stuff. Awesome. And, uh, you know, and then we'll do the hunts. We're going to have a, you know, barbecue lunch, a really nice lunch uh, that'll be there uh, on the ground. And then we'll do some more hunts in the afternoon. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, you know, I was just blown away, you know, like Garrett just came out of the woodwork and just filled up like, a, I want to say it was like a hundred pound box full of stuff. Ooh, nice. Now, Carolyn is getting all this stuff at her house. And so it's all just, her house is just jammed with just <laughs> all of this stuff that, you know, that we're going to have to fill up these goodie bags and get everything ready for the hunt. But, uh, you know, so first Texas products, white Garrett, uh, Nota, Mind Lab. Uh, I sure hope I'm not leaving anybody out as far as the major uh, manufacturers, but uh, you know, I think we have like ten detectors now to give away. Nice. And 
and and then we have people like we have some vendors. We have some really cool vendors too. So Eric Wallace with uh, Grave Digger Tools is coming, bringing a bunch of his shovels and uh, and hand diggers. And I and I'm going to tell you something. I have a feeling that he's going to sell everything he's got, and he's going to be taking orders home because. I think he's going to be surprised at how many people are going to be buying his shovels. Yeah, it, it wouldn't surprise me. I know he's got quite a few with him, but I think he's going to be surprised at how quick they go, and he's really looking forward to it. He's already in the state, if I understand correctly. He is, I believe, and I haven't talked to him, but I believe, I know he posted on our site, and I believe he's down here on vacation with his family, and then he'll come on over to the to the hunt as a vendor and, and have his shelves. I have a feeling that his hand diggers will probably go within the first 30 minutes. And those will sell out real quick. Oh, it wouldn't surprise um, me. Those things look nice. Yeah, the great, great product, great price, and uh, really well made. So uh, anyway, so he'll be there. Uh, Dwight uh, Cologne from the uh, New Age Goonies is coming over with his crew. They'll be there. Uh, we've got uh, Paul from Paul's Coins, who supplies uh, is going to be supplying all of our coins that are silver and you know everything that's going into the ground. We've got reals that are going to be given away. So Paul will be there. I didn't know this until Carolyn told me. He supplies a lot of stuff for uh, uh, KG and Ringing uh, for their stuff. So uh, oh, nice. You know, we got a. And he's in Ormond, and so he's going to be one of our vendors. Uh, and he's one of the sponsors of the hunt as well. We've got uh, Krispy Kreme Donuts, one of my favorites. Uh, he's going to be one of our sponsors. Everybody, and I hope I'm not saying this right, but I believe that everybody's going to get you know a coupon for a free dozen donuts from Krispy Kreme just for, for being a hunter, so for being in the hunt. Wow, um, donuts and barbecue food and good grief. It's going to be a heck of a time. Treasures in America. Oh, yeah, Treasures yeah, that's in America right. out in Utah, is a, they're a sponsor. Um, and uh, so, so yeah, I mean, we're, we're just uh, thrilled about what, uh, what we're going to see on Saturday, and I hope everybody that does decide to come or has, has signed up has a great time. Uh, there's no doubt there's going to be a ton of stuff that they're going to be able to find and win far more than we've ever had before. So we, we just uh, publicly want to thank all of the vendors, all of the sponsors, and all those who have signed up to come. This is going to be a great year this year. Right. And what is the price for that? Well, it was ninety nine before a certain date, but it's it, it's gone up. Carolyn, I don't know if you, I uh, think you're if you could put the current price of somebody walking up now and and uh, and signing up now. It's a little bit more than it was, you know, a month ago uh, after the after the cutoff date. But uh, they can still sign up, so there's no issue there. It's one hundred thirty five. Uh, if they walk in now, there's no uh, there's no limitation. We're still letting people join up, and we expect a handful of people to sign up on the day that they get there. So uh, for 135, uh, they'll have a great day. Nice, definitely. Yeah. So yeah. And so I, I, I just wanted to call in and say hi. Go ahead. 
Right. I see uh, someone's asking in the chat if they can just show up or if they have to register ahead of time. I don't know if Carolyn's already... She may have covered that in the chat. Yeah, that was Craig uh, Atwater. And, uh, Craig, yes, you can uh, you can literally walk up that day and sign up. Uh, anybody can sign up that day, uh, like 9 o'clock, and uh, register that day with 135. So if you want to make the drive down from Georgia, we would absolutely love to have you. Yeah, I mean, that's and, that's uh, great information for people who may not uh, be aware that that's going on this weekend. They know they can still get in on it if they can make it there then. Yeah, you know, in, in, as far as Florida, I mean, pretty much, except for the Panhandle, I mean, anywhere from Miami, you know, Sarasota, up to Jacksonville, Tallahassee, it's about a four-hour drive. You know, it'd be about the maximum drive if you want to come in the night before. If you want to drive up that morning, get up early and come on up. You can leave it early in the morning and be here, and uh, you know, I promise you, you will have a great day, and we're going to have a lot of folks there that are uh, looking forward to meeting each other, so... You know, a lot of camaraderie in this hobby, and uh, I'm I'm just looking forward to meeting everybody and, and spending the day with everybody. So that's going to be the favorite part for me. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it looks like we've got one of your cohorts on here with us, too. I think that might be Carolyn that just called in. Yes, it's me. Hi, guys. Oh, boy. We've got them both. Hi, John. <laughs> hey, Mark. I just wanted to mention one thing. Um, if anybody is coming to the shootout, when they do get to the park, uh, usually you have to pay for a carload of people to get in. I think it's like $5. You just want to let them know they're at the booth that they're that you're there for the event and the club's covering the cost of the cars to come in. Oh, wow. Very nice. Yep. Definitely. Definitely. That's very great. Nice no, well. I didn't know that, Carol. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, I, mean, I figured you didn't, so I figured I'd call. <laughs> yeah, look at the so things. Carol, that we've what time? Learned. What's the first? I think we we start kicking it off around ten o'clock. Is that right? About ten o'clock is when everything gets start to roll. Yep, everything starts about uh, ten o'clock. The first hunt, which is a warm up hunt, it starts at um, ten fifteen. Right. That's what I then thought. after that, then we got the silver scramble, then lunch, then a competition hunt, and then the relic hunt, and then prizes. Wow. It sounds like it's going to be a great time for everyone. And, I sure uh, hope so. Yeah, I'm just looking yeah. forward to Sunday. <laughs> right. And the way it sounds, the meeting the night before, too, getting to hear from Steve and everything. Yeah. Well, and most people don't realize Carolyn has, you know, a tremendous amount of responsibility as the president of the club. You know, she has to get everything ready for Friday night. And then uh, and then at the same time, you know, we're preparing for everything on Saturday. So it's kind of like double duty for everything that we've had to do to get ready for the hunt over the last few months. Yeah, this is so going to be a hectic next hours. few days. Well, and start, it actually starts tomorrow night. We're all going to get tomorrow, to yeah. <laughs> yeah, stuffing those bags, and then uh, and then it's on. You know, we we that starts it, and then Friday, you know, getting ready for the for the Friday night meeting, and then Saturday the all day hunt. So, 
I agree with Carolyn. I'm looking forward to you know Sunday is definitely going to be a rest up day. <laughs> right, a day to relax finally. Now, Mark, you know that's not going to happen. You know we're going to be out hunting somewhere. <laughs> I know. I tell you what's going to happen. See, you're going to want to go to the beach. We're all going to be heading over to the beach to hunt on Sunday. Yep, right. that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, she she's going to break out them mismatched socks, and it's game on. That's right. Yep. <laughs> nice. Well, we are definitely looking forward to seeing the posts because I know there's people that's going to be posting pictures and videos and and all of that. And hopefully, at some point after the hunt, we'll uh, get a little bit of a recap here. Definitely. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, we'd love to do that. Mark, I kind of feel you. Go ahead, Carol. I was just going to tell you, I told Josh he's coming next year to to it. It's going to work. He's going to come to Florida next year for the event. Yeah, Not see, for maybe, Disney. Yes. Yeah, see, maybe, uh, maybe that's the therapy I need is some nice Florida sunshine and beaches and metal detecting and, and finally get to see one of these uh, very well done CFMDC meetings. Yeah, so you you need to start talking to Tam now. I'll start lobbying on your behalf. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we need to get you and Tam, and we need to get Leighton down here and get you guys both down here at the same time. That would be awesome. Well, well I'm, I sure, have, I'm sure that Tam was, would be great with it, so long as someone can show her the nearest location of a shelling beach. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, oh, I had yeah, every on coming down. I spoke with Carol in there a couple of weeks ago, but I don't know if you folks know, but uh, uh, we had a little unexpected uh, issue with my dad here in uh he ended up in ICU for the last 16 days. So thank God today he's actually out of ICU and into a regular room. So I apologize on one end saying that I can't make it. That's obviously the reason why I never followed through with you, Carol, in there. Sorry about that. But, uh, you know, as well as I family first, and uh, that's where yeah, we're at. So. Um, but I did have Yeah, look. And uh, just one last thing I wanted to tell you. Tell Steve. Uh, uh, not to give away too many of my secrets and everything that he talks about, I taught him. So don't go any further than that. <laughs> okay, I'll tell him that. Tell him me. Don't tell anybody. Just tell. Just tell you me. Tell. You tell. Believe half of what I'll you see him. and none of what you hear. <laughs> That's right. Uh, everything that Steve I'll, talks I'll about, sure. I taught him. <laughs> yeah. Well. Hey, I got to give one more shout out here. I, you know, listen, uh, we it, we reached out to Anderson Shafts. Oh, good, uh, Ryan, great guys. Pete Anderson, and uh, those those guys. I'm going to tell you something. They really stepped up to the plate. Yeah, I did not know this. We reached out to them, and uh, they've been so gracious to us. As all again, as all the vendors have, all the manufacturers. But I found out that, you know, this, this was kind of the ninth hour, and uh, uh, they are so uh, busy fulfilling orders that they literally did not have the opportunity to, uh, you know, ship us anything because everything was going out for customer orders. They went in this past Sunday and, and made the stuff, packaged it up, and shipped it out to us on Monday. So uh, that doesn't we got a whole awesome. box full of 
That doesn't surprise me. I'll tell you, I, I have seen that firsthand from them guys. Pete and Ryan are fantastic guys to talk with and, and deal with. They, uh, they, they really know their stuff, and I'll tell you what, their stuff is quality stuff too. Yeah. So top notch guys. Yep, fantastic. Well, you know what's happening, and just for everybody out there that may not know this, they now have that carbon fiber shaft for the uh, Equinox. That's right. And I was we talking did to Ryan it a while back. They, they are just bombarded right now with orders for Equinox shafts uh, for all the Equinoxes that are going out. So uh, they're doing everything they, they can to keep their head above water. But we are just uh, delighted that they were willing to. I didn't even know that, but they went and stepped up to the plate, went in and made it, made some stuff, packaged it up for us, and shipped it out on Monday, and it was here on Tuesday from Canada. So, uh, so Ryan and Pete, you know, thank you guys. We're just uh, just very appreciative of what you did. Yeah, definitely. Hats off to them. <clears throat> they are some great guys. Uh, Leighton and I had the uh, the opportunity to spend some time with them there a couple years ago. Yep. I'll tell you what. Uh, here's here's what they did for me. I uh, you know Steve and I were on vacation uh, with Ryan down in uh, Florida there a few years back, and uh, Ryan and I got to talking and. You know, he said, gee, he says, you know, uh, it's time to upgrade your shaft on the uh, X-Cal. And uh, I don't know, I just kind of in passing said, you know, my favorite color was blaze uh, uh, orange. And uh, I think about three months later, I had one in the mail. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you what, these guys are, like you said, top notch. I, I thought it was the nicest gesture from somebody that I had just met. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was just fantastic. So, in fact, I actually have the opening of it on YouTube. So if you want to see what an orange shaft looks like, I've got – well, at that time, I only – I had the only one. I do believe there was another guy that saw one when I opened it up live on YouTube, and I believe he ordered one, So, or maybe even two. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. I love it. Absolutely. It was a good video. Yeah. Yeah, and they make great products. And I just bought the, uh, just, I was, we uh, have another uh, reseller that's going to come over. I actually joined our, I think I mentioned it last time, actually joined our club, uh, Phil Myers from Myers Metal Detecting over in Tampa. I went over and met him, and then I found out that uh, Carolyn was telling me Jim Fielding had actually gone over to Tampa and uh, had also met Phil. And Phil, uh, next thing I know, Phil's, joined our club and he's going to be there friday night and we'll introduce him as a new club member and he's also a sponsor of the hunt so i actually ended up buying uh one of the anderson uh uh neptune shafts for my t-rex scoop that i also just got to go along with the equinox so i'm all set up for the beach now and, yes you uh, are that's a great scoop. And and, yep i have yeah, one of Two, and you are going to absolutely love that thing. Almost indestructible, yeah. I have to say. Yeah, as so you good, know, good setup. And yeah, I was going to say, and as you know, I crank, uh, you know, I crank out a lot of coins and a lot of relics through the uh, the rocks, and uh, that handle has held up. And I've had mine for a couple of seasons, so uh, uh, I don't abuse it, but I certainly do use it. Right. Yeah, yeah so that's well, great. And I remember that, and that's one of the reasons why I did it. Right. Yep. Nice. Very nice. It sounds like it's going to be a great time for, for everyone. 
Yeah, so, Carolyn, did, uh, anything else? Uh, did I forget anything else? Anything else you wanted to bring up about the hunt? Um, I was just going to mention we do have another uh, vendor that's going to be there, which is Riley's Treasure Gold. Um, they're from down south Florida. They make um, custom beach scoops. They were very generous, and they sent us, like, four scoops to, oh. for prizes to give away. Nice. And they're going to have a lot of stuff there. Mm-hmm. It's really funny because the old owner of the of the shop, his name was Kevin Riley, and Jim Fielding was his I, hunting partner. Yeah, I um, thought that name sounded very familiar. Me and Jim have, have talked a uh, number of times about Kevin. Well, I was talking to his niece today, Lorraine, who's the one that I've been con- uh, in contact with, and uh, I was telling her that Jim Fielding still has a scoop that he bought from that Kevin made from for him in 1983, and he still uses wow. it on the beach. Wow! Wow! Nice. Yeah, that's a well-made product. I think you yeah. get it signed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. That's awesome. Put that thing away and retire it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah, they'll be so, there as well. I'm so bummed I can't get down there this year. I really, really, truly am. I really want it to go, but, you know, like I said, unforeseen things. But you know what? Next year. Well, and I'll tell you, Definitely. too, yeah. uh, if if Jim has not related that story to you, Carolyn, you'll have to ask him about being out hunting the uh, the irrigated brick planters uh, with Kevin and what he missed out on. <laughs> Oh, he told me about that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, my gosh. That was the huge... Are you talking about the huge, huge, huge change? Yeah. No, the the coins. Oh, okay. No, he told me about another story then, I guess. Hmm. He's got lots of stories. There's no doubt about that. Absolutely, he does. But they're always such good stories. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, he was yeah, telling me about how um, this, I guess, a big piece of a log washed up on the beach, and he, and Kevin kept getting a signal, and he didn't know what it was, and they're looking and looking, and they started uh, pulling uh, through all the the seaweed and everything that was mixed in with the with the big log, and there was this huge tra- chain, and it was like 300 years old, and it had a huge emerald in it. Wow. And he said back in the 80s when they uh, estimated, gave a uh, value on it, it was like something ridiculous, like half a million dollars back then. <laughs> wow. It was crazy. Yeah. But he did that... say Kevin ended up selling it. <laughs> well, the the one I'm relating to, I'm I'm pretty sure it'll trigger his memory if you just tell him that, you know, you still say it's his fault. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure I'll that'll that'll remind that him and, and he'll be able to tell you that story. Great story too. It's it's just unfortunate yeah, no, it wasn't his fine. find. Uh <laughs> well uh, basically in a nutshell it was and and he'll tell the story much better, but in a nutshell he had uh had a really, really screaming signal out of one of those uh irrigated brick planters. And telling Kevin, you know, hey, maybe we should check this out. And Kevin's going, would you quit messing around? We got a couple more spots to hunt. And they walked away. The next day, 
Jim saw, it was all over the news what was in that planter. And I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> oh, wow. I think I did hear the story, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I will uh, let uh, Jim tell the story. But yeah, I think that there was something there that they should have gone for that day. Absolutely. And and it's it's a great story to hear him tell. I'm definitely yeah, have to well, that's great. Well, hey, I want to go back real quick to uh, Layton. Uh, Layton, listen, yeah. don't ever apologize for not being down here. I mean, you're right. You know, your family comes first. Uh, and I remember you did say something about your dad. And I'm, uh, you know, wish him well. It's glad to hear that he's out of ICU. And, and Thank uh, you. that's always a very difficult thing. You cannot leave in a scenario like that so don't ever feel or like you have to apologize to us but uh you know hopefully yeah hopefully he gets better yeah and uh has a has a better year and then uh yeah next there's always another year like so we'd love to have you next year if you come down for that thank you yeah definitely and and believe me, I mean, I'm I'm sure as uh, you well know, also he would have much rather been in Florida. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'd love to love to have you down here. So, all right. Well, listen. Uh, you know, I think we've uh, pretty much given a really good update. Hopefully, we've got enough yeah. people. Uh, yes. You know, I, well, we've got plenty of people coming and. Maybe one or two other people. I, I saw Craig, you know, mention that he might try to come down. That would be phenomenal if he came down. So anybody else listening that wants to try to make it over or up or down or whatever, we'd love to have you. And thanks, guys, for letting us call in and talk a little bit about our hunt. We, uh, we're, we're delighted to do that and look forward to coming up and see the Treasure City Seekers Treasure Show in, in, in this year, and uh, hopefully we can do that. Looking forward to seeing you guys. Awesome. Okay. Good luck. Definitely. Good luck. Enjoy. All right. Good night, everyone. Thanks for the call. Good night. And good thanks night. for the call, Carolyn. You're welcome. Have a good night, guys. Good night. And we've uh, we've definitely followed the Sunshine Shootout uh, with the show for well. I mean, since since the beginning of the show. So, yeah, got to right. make sure to, to stay up to date on what's going on down there. And we do wish them the best of luck. We hope for an excellent turnout and uh good time. Uh, hopefully somebody tells Steve that uh, we said hello. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, for the folks that don't know, uh, you know, hey, I've taught him everything he knows. So... Um, right, and and we'll just forewarn everyone when when you tell him that he will tell you that it's all lies. <laughs> that's true. That's right. He will. Uh, he's a great guy. I love that guy. I really do. He's uh, he's been good to me and uh, a great friend. And you know, we always have a great time when we get together. Um, I've hunted a lot of hunts with Steve and. Uh, I just can't say enough good things about that guy. He truly is a gentleman, and uh, Absolutely. he's a great spokesperson for uh, a lot of different companies. Uh, and, you know, he's, he's, he's really tied in real tight with, uh, you know, Pete and Ryan from Anderson's Chef. And uh, it, it, it's, just, it's just a perfect circle with the, all three of them together. As you know, when they came 
couple of years ago and they came to the house after and you know i mean there was just constant laughing and you know the jokes and it was just a fun fun time so wherever he goes that guy lights up the room so it's going to oh, be absolutely very- i mean how can you not like him <laughs> ah that's true that's true and that's nice to hear too mark i appreciate that that's that's awfully nice and and like i said you know i really it, it sounds kind of a little on the strange side for me to be uh putting steve on that pedestal but uh ever since i ever met that guy um i've really really enjoyed i almost feel like he's a brother i never had i really do and uh you know steve's uh, been really terrific with me so um i i can't ask for a, a, a nicer friendlier uh uh person to be in my life so when you right. see him please tell him i said hello and I and really- yeah, that's definitely why we say hopefully someone tells him we said hello because he really is a uh, a very true and genuine gentleman. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's a gentleman's gentleman. He really is. So yeah. uh, he he no. just he tells it the way he is, the way it is. I mean, if uh, like Mark said in the chat, he speaks very highly of you as well. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's that's awfully nice to hear, you know, and uh, and, and, and I was kind of hoping he might uh, call in tonight, but that's all good. Maybe uh, he'll be able to uh, give us an update after the show that, uh, you know, and, and the seeded hunt that they have down there over the weekend. So who knows? Maybe we'll get him on there, uh, you know, Sunday or maybe next Wednesday. We'll see what yeah, happens. Could be. Probably. I mean, right now he's probably down there cleaning the beach. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me that's okay right oh i got time for a little hunt (laughs) maybe he's down there bluefish and i know he loves to bluefish down there and you know in all these years that i've known steve every every season i'm gonna come fish with you i'm gonna come fish with you and you know for one reason or another something always kind of gets in the way and uh i want to get him on the boat this year as usual and uh oh i i would love to get this guy a 30 or 40 or a 50 pound striped bass and have him host it my god i mean i know he loves blue fishing but man when he gets hooked up with one of those fish you know he's got a fish on at that point so come <laughs> he's gotta come he's gotta come you know well Maybe but you like like you said he's a busy guy he is a busy guy, and I know he's got his thing going on with the business and everything and all, but uh, you know, hey, uh, we're not getting any younger, right? And every no, year, ain't that the you know, truth. I, I hate to live in the past, but we, you know, we always say someday, 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 uh, but, you know, sometimes someday never comes. So, uh, right. I, I, I'll get him here. I'll get him here, and uh, I'll tell him I'm going to. I know. Maybe I'll tell him a fib, Josh, and tell him the place is all cut out, and he better get down in the air, and I'll just throw him on the boat. Right there, you go. Tell him, tell him you need some help hunting the beach. You just lost your uh, eight real that you wear. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) I gotta get him out there. I gotta get him out. But anyway, anyway, so uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, just let him know we all said hi. And uh, man, fast show tonight. Glad they called in. Yeah, I know. Time just flew by. Actually, uh, Becky had even called in. She was on there with us for a minute, but then the uh, call dropped or something. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know that. Okay. All right. Well, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm so, not sure. I hope for an update and let us know what she bought and uh, uh, what she found out there. Yeah, I was I was going to work her in. She called in uh, shortly after Mark did, but then uh, before oh. I had the chance to, the call just kind of dropped out. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and Ohio Relic Hunter says that the bull ring would get him out here. Yes, in fact, believe it, it or not, Steve has hunted with me where we found that. Uh, and he... You know, here's a guy from Canada, right? He comes down. He spends two weeks with me. We bring him to all these great places. I We hit the place where I found the, the, the bull ring. And don't you know, Josh, what's he pull out of the ground while I'm standing there right there with him? He gets an a signal. An arrowhead. An arrowhead. Of all people <laughs> to find an arrowhead, he comes all the way from Canada. And as he's digging a target, what pops out of the hole in a random spot in the middle of a field, an arrowhead. I couldn't believe it. Yep, that guy's got some great luck. What luck? Right. That's the kind of guy that you want to be around all the time. Well, see, that. there you go. That's how you get him down there to the beach. You call him and tell him he must have lost his horseshoe because you just found it. He'll be right down to get it. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Speaking of horseshoes, I mean, here's something that we don't dig on the beach that much. Uh, the other day, I found that horseshoe. Mm. Well. Yeah. You know, we don't. I don't usually dig them kind of signals, but, well, I guess it must have sounded good for me to dig it. The thing was like four times the size it should be, and it's eight times as thick as it should have been from all the rust and sitting Right. There. Yeah, all the encrustation. Right, exactly. So yeah, I mean, it was pretty cool. Wow, was it in? Yeah. Uh, you know, was it still intact, or was it just a piece of a yeah. horseshoe? No, it was the whole entire thing, and it looked like it came off a Clydesdale. It was huge. It was like <laughs> really ridiculously huge. I mean, so, you know. so you're kind of looking at it, going, "That's a big horse." Well, I'll tell you what. I threw it up on the beach, right? And uh, when I threw it up on the beach. Uh, I said, well, you know, I'll pick it up on my way out. And I got a call that my my dad had uh, wanted to see me. So I'm about an hour away from where I was. And I dropped everything. And I just kind of ran up the beach and, you know, waved by to a couple of guys that were down there. And uh, I completely forgot it. So the next day when I went back, obviously it was gone. Somebody must have picked it up and thought it was a good luck horseshoe because they found it. So it's all good. Wherever it ended up, it was meant to be there, so it's all good. There you go. It's yeah, all good. Definitely. But... Yeah. Well, at least hopefully it was still a good day for you. Oh, well, I think you know that that was a good day. <laughs> well, then, yeah. that's the important part. Maybe it brought yeah. you some luck. Right, exactly. And I see uh, Becky's on there still, so maybe we can get her to call in again. Hmm. Before uh, we go, before we head out, see where... Right. Uh, yeah, actually, she is. Uh, she is calling in, I believe. Uh, yeah, I've got her. How's it going, Becky? I am beat tonight. <laughs> I've been walking in a field for about two hours. Wow. Two hours. All right, so maybe you can tell that little folks there, Becky, uh, what... Uh, you got a new machine over there, or what's going on? Yeah, what are you yeah. up to? 
I think somebody convinced me to getting a, a CTX. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sure we won't mention any names there, Leighton. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, that's not the only person. <laughs> okay. Hey, Chris has done well with his, too. Chris yes, has done has. very well. Yes. Well, that's good. Chris is online here, but Chris, he breathes detecting in the middle of the night, even. I know a few but... people like that. Right. <laughs> So, so I see you got a couple of Indian heads tonight. Anything else? Yes, that's it. Okay. I and, but but that's still a couple of Indian heads that Barb didn't get. And two more that I didn't get today. Exactly. That's that's probably well, why head... she was glad she found them. She knows that there's at least two out there that you're not going to snag. Right. <laughs> right. And and and. Uh... Have... Have you is today the first maiden voyage for that CTX or what's the story? No, yesterday. Yesterday. What'd you get yesterday? Uh Barber Dime and uh three Indian heads, I believe, and a V nickel. Man. I believe. Tearing it oh, you're, up. You're already rocking the rocking it off over there. That's awesome. The problem with the V-nickels and the Indian head pennies coming out of this field is that they're very corroded. So. That's all right. That's okay. We still saved history. It doesn't That's matter. Right. What it you... still counts. That's right. Good job. Well, congratulations. So it sounds like you got your first silver with it. That's awesome. Yes. Right. Very good. Well, guys, I'm going to let you go because my feet are hurting and I'm extremely tired. Well, okay. thanks for the update. Appreciate the call. And uh, just to let you know, there are catfish in Massachusetts. <laughs> I'm not laughing. She, she, that's what she's going to do with them Indians. She's going to stuff them in a catfish and take it to Massachusetts so you find it. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Horn pout for that. Mm-hmm. Horn pout. Well, thanks for the update, and congratulations on the new machine and the finds. Yeah, awesome. Keep us posted. We'd like to find out how many you get throughout the whole entire season. That'd be awesome. And just to let everybody know on the East Coast that the warm weather is coming. It's 81 degrees, or 81 earlier. Keep pushing it this way. 70. It's 70. And all the frogs are going crazy. Keep pushing it this way. Hey, you know, speaking of frogs, I hear they're good catfish bait. They can be. <laughs> they might be. I know. Well, that's well, good. There you go. Glad that you got some goodies out there today. Fantastic. Well, thank you. All righty. Thanks yeah. for the call. You guys have a good night. You too. Right, mm, bye-bye. And, you oh. know, another thing, too, speaking of uh, Indians... Uh, yes. that that she had found. Did you see the post angel really hit it? Uh, if you're uh, talking about the three cent piece. Yeah. In the Indian, yeah, he did. What, I saw that. What was that? Like four or five Indians and a three cent piece out of the same hole. Yeah. Looking, looking like that. Yeah. Fantastic. I know it's, uh, you know what, it, you know, it never ceases to amaze me that, you know, when you, I don't know I, that this stuff is still coming out on a daily basis out of the ground. 
I mean, right. just how much ground can you cover? And then you go back with new technology or you find a new spot because, hey, you want to try the machine out and give it a good whirl. Uh, look at the stuff that's still being found. It's crazy. Absolutely astonishing. It is. Nuts. I mean, that's that's why I say there's there's plenty of us out there to find. And, and even with as many hunters in the hobby as there is, we're still yeah. not going to find it all. No, no, I know. I, okay. And you know... I'll give it a chance trying. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And you know what? And in my case, you know, we we really enjoy when we have a norista. Uh, there's right. just no doubt about it. But the thing is, uh, in in our case, uh, it's it's like a whole new beach all over again when that cut happens. So that's why we continually buy, uh, get stuff out of the ground. When you're producing good as good as them guys are doing in Connecticut out of the land and not the water, now you're doing something. Right. That's I mean, really saying something right there. He's he's doing his research or whatever. It's working for him. Keep it up. Right. Exactly. I mean, you know, uh, I, and you know what? I've been fortunate enough to hunt with them guys, Angel included, and uh, another great guy. Uh, I can't say enough nice things about him personally. Uh, a super nice guy, always, uh, never a, a competition hunt with him. It's always a, hey, if you find something great, he's the first one to always say congratulations, and, uh, you know, and it's from the bottom of his heart. So uh, he's, he's another great guy. Uh, you know, Ben, Tony, all them guys out there, Charlie, all of them uh, are all the same. Uh, there's never any like greediness or anything like that, which can which can take over your your thoughts at sometimes. Uh, but uh, yeah, they're they're fantastic guys to hunt with, and um, I'm looking forward to getting back over there and maybe doing a little bit of dirt fishing with them guys. Springtime's great, right? Yeah, see see where he's hitting them Indians. Maybe get a couple yourself. Uh, well, you know, I'll tell you what, he was nice enough to invite me there a couple of years ago, and, uh, you know, I did snag quite a few in one day over there from one of his local areas, and uh, you know what, again, I, I can't say enough uh, about somebody that's willing to give up a spot, that he, that's his go-to spot, by the way, um, you know, that's, that's, pretty, uh, that's pretty nice for somebody to do, so uh, we really do appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, what a courtesy. I mean, yeah. there, there you go, another gentleman. Yep, yep. I've met a lot of nice people through metal detecting over the years. And, uh, you know, I was always a, a lone hunter. I was just, just I, I was kind of shy, not trying to get involved. Uh, you know, I, I kind of felt funny, a little bit out of place in a way. Uh, but I'm glad I opened that door finally and said, you know, it's time to share uh, my my thoughts, my um, my my some learning experiences, some of my knowledge, and I, I think it's probably one of the better things I ever did. I, I wish I had done it probably 25 years ago. I, I I probably would have done a little even better if you can figure. So right, um, you know, I, I'm glad I did it, and I have met quite a few nice people doing it. So and and it's fun. It's fun. It's great to talk. It's great to show you stuff off. It's uh, uh, it's always intriguing. You never know. It opens up doors. Sometimes you get invites, you know, to go to a certain place that you never thought you'd go. Uh, it, it, it's just uh, all around, all around the whole spectrum of metal detecting has been a bonus for me. So 
I appreciate everybody's uh, offers and 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 uh, you know, I'm, I, I, and it works both ways. Uh, they ever come this way, as you know personally. Um, you come this way, and uh, I'll do my best to try to get you over the spot. It's up to you to dig it. Right, exactly. You still got to get your coil over it. Right, exactly. Well, so I think, I, yeah, I, was just, I think we're kind of on the same page there. Yeah, so, I think uh, so. Uh, I thought uh, we might try to mention a little bit about uh, like bottle cleaning and stuff from the last show since we hadn't covered right. that, but we'll have to save that for the next one because I think this is a great spot to uh, shut down. What do you think? I, I think you're absolutely right. So don't forget about the Silver City Treasure Seekers. I uh, won't go through the whole spiel again, but it's going to be September 15th, uh, and that's on a Saturday this year. So come see us, and uh, Ben is in there, so... Uh, we appreciate it, buddy, and uh, I'm sure you were listening, and uh, I meant that, uh, what I said, that you guys are uh, a hell of a crew over there in Connecticut, so uh, thanks for all your uh, invites. Uh, when you see Angel, Tony, and Charlie, and all the other guys over there, say hi for me. And with that, hey, keep it low, keep it slow, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll see some great posts from you guys. All yours there, Josh. Yeah. Hey, speaking of great posts, we saw where uh, Mike had made a post over on the Beyond Sight and Sound group the other night, getting another young digger in the hobby. Great post from him, great picture. Uh, You know, keep it up. Congratulations. And for everyone else, definitely, thanks for tuning in. It's always nice to see everyone in the chat having a good time. Uh, thanks to Mark and Carolyn and, and uh, Becky as well for the calls. And if you all enjoyed the show, make sure and throw us a like. You can follow us right here on Spreaker. You can follow us on the many wonderful Facebook groups that are out there that allow us to uh, post the links and all of that. Uh, other than that, hey, I think we're going to roll. It's time to go. Have a wonderful evening, folks. We'll see you.